Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, August 7, 2019, and welcome to episode 708 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite sub- subject of all time. That is, of course, professional wrestling. First, we will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which was brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag, tag team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared Geronimo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. And also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, our history and birthday segment it will be coming up here as well. Courtesy of the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And also another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. Before we get underway to tonight's itinerary, let's go ahead and bring J.D. and John in on what should be a 100% <clears throat> explosive and, you better believe it, USDA Prime Choice Dynamic, episode 708 of Revolution. Indeed. Definitely. Thank you very much here, J.D. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, tonight our live video feed comes to us from, from of course, a group dedicated to Georgia Championship Wrestling. Of course, without it, you would not have WCW. That is, of course, GCWS. Yeah, beautiful men. Exactly. And <laughs> that, too. GCWS beginning of the dream. <laughs> yeah, very good, J.D. Um, mm-hmm. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash GCWS beginning beyond if you care to join us from there here tonight. And I did actually just now notice that our good friend Danny from Oak Park kind of shared our is sharing our live video feed out there tonight. So we thank him for the uh, for the heads up here to get getting the word out about tonight's episode. We do appreciate that. And we hope to talk to Danny of course here on Friday night, of course, on Revolution. <clears throat> and of course if you care to join us through talkshoot.com the phone number as always is one six oh five Five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. The magic six numbers, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, which will basically include, of course, in addition to our news and views of history and birthdays, our thoughts and opinions on what was uh, kind of we'll just say a roller coaster of a ride on SmackDown last night. And we'll get into more details here about that here in just a few moments, as JD says, of course, in more ways than one, but. We'll get to that here shortly. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our, some of our wrestling extras here and other fun, other big-time discussions on different things will be talked about here as well. In the meantime here, folks, let's go ahead and get to our wrestling news and views here segment for the evening. And here to bring it here to us from King Ice is the Iceman, Jared D. Geralimo. J.D., what is going on here tonight in the, on the wrestling news scene? In episode 55 of NXT UK today, we had Noam Dar, the Scar Supernova, take on Ashton Smith. Ginny and Jazzy Gabar took on Shia Brookside and Piper Niven, while Mastiff took on Joe Coffey in the main event. Meanwhile, however, back here in the States, however, it was a busy night of action, however, NXT here in the U.S., however, mind you, however. As a result, we had Shane Thorne take on Joaquin Wild, however, and believe it or not, the contract was signed for the upcoming match between the Street Profits and the Undisputed Era for this Saturday night, however, mind you, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, 
believe it or not, however, as previously reported, it looks like WWE has changed course on a Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan matchup for Sunday. Instead, WWE was likely to remove the match to let the story play out more. Russell Boats indicated today that there were discussions last night about possibly adding Reigns versus Buddy Murphy to this year's card. But, per the report from Russell Boats, sources said that the matchup has not been decided on yet either way, but it is still said to be a possibility for the upcoming event. During last night's edition of SmackDown Live, Reigns beat out a confession of Murphy regarding the mystery attacker who has been out to get Reigns. This could be used to set up a possible match between the two. Earlier today, Reigns wrote to Murphy on Twitter, Man, no doubt that WWE Murphy is a stud. Great in the ring, I can't wait to introduce him to the big fight. But no matter how big a man's arms are, if I hit you first, you're going to take a seat. Big arms, buddy, was no exception. Ah, yes, sir. Also, Buddy Murphy posted his own tweet, however, saying that if Roman Reigns wants to, quote, put his hands on me again, I have no problem stepping in the ring with him anywhere and smile right in his face again. Hashtag best kept secret, believe it or not. So you can imagine that there's some tension there, to say the least, however. Meanwhile, however, as far as other news goes, let's take a look and see what we can dig up right now. However, besides what we mentioned just now, ladies and gentlemen, it was a busy day 15, however, at the NJPW Climax Tournament, however, that is going on, however. Of course, here are the matches that you saw today. Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, Yoshinobu Kimura, Mitoru Yenu, Yota Tsujui, and Yuya Yumura. Roki Goto and Yoshihashi beat John Moxley and Shota Yumino. Jay White, Chase Owens, and Yujiro Takahashi beat Juice Robinson, Tomo Aki Hanma, and Toa Hener. Naito, Takachi, and Bushi beat Ichi, Jeff Carver, and Narata. Sonata took on, of course, Lance Archer and defeated him. Hiroshi Tanahashi took on Bad Luck Fail, however, Jado and Chase Owens, however, as Bad Luck Fail won. Osprey took on Kenta, and it was said to be an excellent match, however, as Osprey won. Kota Ibushi defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Okada, of course, took on Evil, however. Now, here are the A Block and B Block standings as of now. The A Block has the following. Okada has 14 points, Ibushi 12, Evil, Kenta, Tanahashi, and Sonata have 8, Zack Sabre Jr., Osprey, Bad Luck Fail have 6, and Lance Archer with 4. In B Block, however, John Moxley has 10, Jay White, Naito, Ishii, and Goto, however, have 8. Juice Robinson, Yanu, Taichi, and Jeff Cobb have 6. And Shinjo Takaji has 4. The B block will resume tomorrow, however, at Yokohama's Cultural Gymnasium with the following matches. Ishii versus Takaji. Juice Robinson, however, versus Jay White. Hiroki Goto versus John Moxley. Jeff Cobb versus Naito. And Toro Yanu versus Taichi, however. The A block will conclude Saturday in Tokyo at the Budokan Hall with the following matches. Okada vs. Ayabushi, Tanahashi vs. Osprey, Kenta vs. Zack Sabre Jr., Evil vs. Lance Archer, and Sonata vs. Bad Luck Fail. The B Block will conclude Sunday with these matches. John Moxley vs. Juice Robinson, we all know what happened the last time those two fought. Naito vs. Jay White, Hiroki Goto vs. Shingo Takaji, Jeff Cobb vs. Toru Yenu, and Ishii vs. Tai Chi. The tournament finals will be this Monday with the A Block and B Block winner fighting at the Budokan Hall. That's it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Lord JD. Lord JD, along with King W.O. Dwarf T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, to bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape. You cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. 
<clears throat> and before we get to the history and birthdays here, courtesy of our own human suplex machine, John Gross, I do see that we have some, we do have another uh, coming in, of course, here on the line. And I do believe if, 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 I is, if it is who I believe it is, I do believe this is our 2017 WWS Hall of Famer, also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles, or Sexual Chocolate, whichever one you want to call on that. Now, <laughs> um, of course, as of Monday, we started we we played that theme, so that's why I said that. Uh, also, of course, he is a contributor to WWS Raw Radio, and of course, you think of, of that 66 I'm Happy Days. You got to think about, of course, one of the central characters doing a little something just like this. He went A. And ladies and gentlemen, we have Fonzie here, the Heartbreak Kid. Fonzie here on here with us here for 708 of Revolution. Uh, Fonzie, hope you're doing well today, sir. <clears throat> um, okay, thank you very much. All right, let's go ahead and see what we have here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, August the 7th. And JD, this first piece of history, I, I imagine this match is taking place once again, this time up in the Heaven Wrestling Federation. So listen very carefully. You'll know what I'm talking about. 54 years ago today, which would put it at 1965, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Larry Henning and Harley Race defeated Vern Gagne and The Crusher to win the AWA World Tag Team titles. You can only imagine that's a rematch happening up in heaven right now. So there you go. Uh, 31 years ago today, which would put it at 1988, at a wrestling challenge taping in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the Iron Sheik defeated Joe Milano by submission. It would be the final match for the former WWF champion until 1991. Of course, the Sheik real name Hussein Kosovo Ali Vaziri would be released soon after the match aired. His career never recovered from his D after his DWI arrest in May of 1987. <clears throat> Let's see, 26 years ago today, we could put it at 1993. Uh, yes. In Philadelphia, Eddie Gilbert and the Dark Patriot defeated the Super Destroyers in a tournament final to win the vacated ECW Tag Team titles. The title was vacated when one half of the champions, Chris oh. Candino, who held the titles with Johnny, uh, left for Smoky Mountain Wrestling. 18 years ago today, put a 2001 at a SmackDown taping in Los Angeles, DDP and Canyon defeated the APA to win the WWF Tag Team titles. On the same show, the Brothers of Destruction defeated the Natural Born Thrillers to win the WCW Tag Team titles. The show was the last for the original SmackDown set, featuring a unique Ovaltron, and they sent that set out. They sent that set out in style, following a Chris Jericho win over Hugh Morris. Rhino gored Jericho through the mini Ovaltron. SmackDown would, would debut with the famous Fist set on a live episode the following week. 17, I remember that too. That was that was quite interesting. 17 years ago today, put it at 2002 at an NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view from Nashville, Tennessee. Ron Killings, who of course we now know as the current 24-7 champion of truth, defeated Ken Shamrock to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. With the win, Killings became the first in this day only officially recognized African-American NWA world champion ever. In the show's featured bout, Low Key defeated AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn in a three-way bout to win the TNA X Division title. Fifteen years ago today, put at 2004 at Ring of Honor's Testing the Limit in Philadelphia, the Rock Warriors defeated the Second City Saints to win the ROH Tag Team titles. Eight years ago today, which would put it at 2011, 
TNA presented Hardcore Justice from the Impact Zone at Universal Studios in Orlando. Winter, who I do believe was Haley Virtue in the WWE, yeah. okay, thank you, defeated Mickey James to win the TNA Knockouts title, and Kurt Angle to win the TNA World Heavyweight title. Today, believe it or not, is a happy 53rd birthday to Asia. Remember Asia from back in WCW? And Fonzie's getting himself something to drink out there. He's doing a little mixing up. <laughs> and also, I have to. And I'll wait until he's just done. Yeah. And also, that's okay. Now you're fine. And also, a happy 31st birthday to Marty Bell. Okay. So. Yeah, TNA. And also, um, happy 32nd birthday to Pittsburgh Penguins captain Sidney Crosby today. Thirty-two. Yep, thirty-two. Happy birthday, indeed, too. Of course, the uh, captain of the Penguins. There's uh, the main captain. Of course, yeah. So I'll give my props out there to him tonight. From from a from a rival, from a fan of a rival team, I will give credit. credit. This ain't no Peskin, though. <laughs> there you go. That's it. And then John, I saw, I saw John. Sorry, Haskell. John. No disrespect, there, bud. <laughs> for the history and birthday for today, John. Thank you very much, sir. And JD, we thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for tonight. Let's give you the number one more time: one six zero five five two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode seven hundred eight of Revolution for Wednesday, August seventh, two thousand and nineteen. Mister WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here joining you here tonight. Uh, John, let's go and we'll get right into it here, folks. As everybody's going to, want to voice their opinions as to what happened on the going home uh, SmackDown right before SummerSlam, and like we said, it was kind of a roller coaster ride, and we'll and we'll have living proof. We got living proof of that right now. So let's go ahead and start reading. First off, I'll start with John. John says here, SmackDown was was interesting. Was an interesting show to say the least. Finally, we know who the culprit was all along. No, it wasn't the higher power, and it wasn't. White got the guy that drove the white Humber from WCW. John says, although he is still trying to figure it out, but it was no, it was none other than Rowan and Daniel Bryan. And it looks like as if they their match is somehow canceled at SummerSlam. But like JD said about boring and bland, SmackDown to me to the John was boring and bland. Let's see what they have going on the table for SummerSlam, and and John's also letting us know. He will be on Wolfpack tomorrow night to give us his predictions for both TakeOver and SummerSlam. Of course, John, as you know, does not pop in on Fridays. So he'll bring both his predictions in tomorrow night on Wolfpack. But John John says, uh, um, says that's all he is saying about SmackDown here tonight. So, John, we thank you very much, sir. Uh, next up here, folks, let's go ahead and go to the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. Let's see if Fonzie's got any any juicy tidbits here, any pieces he wants to talk about and mention concerning last night's SmackDown. Fonzie, please go ahead. Um, well, what I got to say is SmackDown was okay. Not that, I think it sucked. I think Raw was way better or whatever you could say. I don't know. What, I don't know who was better. So, um, yeah, so I I have no clue what what the 
you know, um, I can't fucking speak right now. Um, that uh, jeez, I can't, I can't even talk. <laughs> um, uh, I hope. I hope the summer swims not is sucked and the other, you know, um, like extreme roles was. Um, extreme roles, a lot of people say, yes, it sucked. I didn't see it. Um, and my friend JD said, yeah, it really sucked. So. I have to agree with him, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't have too much to say about anything. I just wanted to, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so that's yeah. all I got to say about that. So, well, yeah. We, we, we thank you very much. We thank you very much there, uh, well, well, that's good. That's that's good. And that's quite all right. That's understandable. I mean, like I said, even if it's just a little bitty bit, I mean, by all means, say what's on your mind. It's, it's, you did, you did fine. So you did, you did all right. So, <laughs> uh, so we thank you very much, there, Foxy. And I think we've given JD some apple time here to get himself prepped. So let's find out if he is. Are you cooled off and warmed up, JD? Ready. I'm gonna make it short. I mean, I'm not gonna go into a long rant. I'll save that for tomorrow night, though. But I will say this, however. I'm going to keep it simple and short tonight, but it might be a little bit of a longer variation of a rant tomorrow, let's just say. Oh, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring here to you right fast. Of course, remember the WWS Radio Network exclusive right here. Of course, as always, the Iceman, Jared DiGirondo, of course, is not afraid to bring out his thoughts and opinions about Raw, SmackDown, and all of our pay-per-views here. And of course, the last edition of SmackDown, as always, is no exception to that rule. Uh, of course, I mean, he may not bring it down. He may be. He may still bring it down as hard as Thor's hammer, Captain America's shield. But you never know. Of course, like I said, because because even sometimes one or two words can be considered a weapon. And in JD's case, all you gotta do is run away if he wants to use it. So you gotta be careful. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is the here's JD with the SmackDown edition. Of the WWUS icebreaker. Well, like Fonzie said, you thought I thought Raw was good on Monday night, however, and you heard what I had to say last night, people, and believe me, I had very, very mixed emotions about the show going in, and even after I left the show on Monday night, however, I thought, however, it could have been a lot better, especially with what they did to close the show, as they did everything brass ass backwards. But we knew last night going into the show they needed to put on a good, solid go-home show, however, in Detroit Rock City. The question is, did they do it? Answer the simple question, no. No, they did not. They did not put on a good show at all. Let's start out, however, by talking about, however, how they had to change everything on the fly, however, at the last minute, literally, however and make the main event, however, interesting, however, if you will. With that said, however, let's just say, however, you had four matches on a three-hour show, and that, to me, shows that the sign of the times is getting worse and worse every week. It really is. 
Of course, we had Charlotte and Trish start out the show, and of course, we saw the tension between Queen Charlotte and the seven-time women's champion. But of course, we know Charlotte, however, likes to run her mouth when she can, however, and find a way to insult people at the same time. Let's just say. The question was, however, would it work out in her favor? Would it be in her favor after last week in Memphis, literally, however, we saw the build-up of this, however, be very interesting? Between Trish and, uh, I almost said Lita, but I meant to say Charlotte this week. No, it wasn't. Charlotte said that she'll make uh, Trish bow down to her on Sunday. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Charlotte. We know you stupid peacock little, uh, at peacock, robe-wearing, however, blonde-haired, bitchy-ass ways, however, is always handed to you on a silver fucking platter because of your daddy, because of your daddy being friends with Vincent Hunter by basically you, along with your daddy, sucking up to the management and kissing their ass, getting your own way. Every time, however, for a championship. Well, guess what? Are you going for a championship this year at SummerSlam? I ask you that. Are you competing for a championship this year at SummerSlam there, uh, Charlotte? Last I saw and on my watch, uh, I had two words. No, you're not. You're not competing this year. And everyone's saying, oh, it's a shame that she isn't competing because she should deserve it. No, she shouldn't. She shouldn't be going for a record ninth time already, however, in the last four years to get what she wants, basically because of who she is and of her legacy. I'm sorry. She can suck up and blow management all she wants, whether it be Bucktooth Little Beaver, Kevin Dickbag, Douchebag Dunn, freaking Michael P.S. Hayes, Brunjan Singh, whoever else is writing this absolutely shit fest of a WWE uh, show. Unfortunately, however, we saw what happened however, at the end of the night, however, because like I said, however, we saw Charlotte continue to take jabs at Charlotte, however. Yeah, Charlotte, you can talk the talk, however, and you can walk the walk, honey, but guess what? Come Sunday, however, you're going to be doing one thing, however, just like you were doing at WrestleMania, so you find a way to pull one out of your ass, however, and that is cry like the little blonde-ass bitch that you are, however, because Trish Stratus is going to show you what wrestling's all about, honey, in her own backyard. And if you don't like that, I have two words for you, and it ain't suck it either. Speaking mm-hmm. of suck it, let's talk about one of my least favorite people. Who am I talking about, you ask? Oh, let me think for a minute. Who am I talking about, guys? Help me here. Who am I talking about? Oh, yes! I'm talking about the arrogance of one particular ass clown who found out on Monday night in front of everyone in Pittsburgh, however, that he is going to be the one that's going to be next, however, and is going to absolutely be embarrassed in front of the whole world to see, however, when he gets speared right through the Scotiabank Center, however, on freaking Sunday night. Yes, folks, I'm talking about that arrogant, blonde-ass little uh, fruitcake, if you will, dickhead douchebag Dolph Ziggler. As a result, Dolph Howard decided to mimic Bill Goldberg, however, by making fun of his entrance, however, as he was supposed to fight Rey Mysterio. Unfortunately, Dolph decided to take upon himself, however, to beat the crap out of Rey Mysterio before too long, however, mind you. And because of this, however, it was changed at the last minute to Mustafa Ali, who unfortunately does not have a SummerSlam opponent whatsoever in the form of the current champion, the King of Strong Style, and former NXT World Champion, the Master of the Kinshasa, Shinsuke Nakamura, which is a shame, because I think these two how, would have a good match how, again with each other. But unfortunately, they're not putting them in the ring with one another, however, this week. 
As a result, however, we saw what happened in the end result, however, and that, of course, was none other than Dolph Ziggler pulling off the win in a cheap way against Mustafa Ali. So, yeah, let's find a way, however, to uh, basically continue to bury Mustafa Ali, Vince, you racist, bigot piece of shit. Let's find a way, however, to bring Ali back to television after four months last week, however, have him beat Shinsuke Nakamura, but yet this week, find a way to piss all over him, however, by having him compete in the opening matchup against an arrogant, total dickhead douchebag like Dolph Ziggler, who continues to cry over and over again, it should be about me, it should be about me, it should be about me. No, it shouldn't, Dolph. Why don't you just pack your stuff to quote, however, Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon 2, in one of the scenes he said in the movie, why don't you just pack your stuff and get the hell out of the WWE while you're at it and have some balls. Because if you don't, Howard, they're going to be find a way to continue to screw with you, Howard. You're going to continue to whine and bitch at everyone and everybody, Howard. And they're gonna, there's going to be certain guys, Howard, that'll be coming out there to fix your sorry ass and send your balls home in a slinky. Because you're going to be getting kicked and kicked hard over and over again. Even though you think you should be the one supplying the kicking, there's going to be people wanting to come after you and they're going to be kicking your sorry little ass all over the thing. Because once again, it'll show nothing more that you're an arrogant little whiny bitch, if you ask me. Because you think it should be all about you. When in fact, it shouldn't be all about you. Sorry to say, it's not all about you, Dolph. Speaking of all about people, huh? let's talk about the next encounter, folks. Oh yes, there is another encounter I want to talk about. The Queen of Hearts against the War Goddess Ember Moon, however, Natty and Ember. And what happens, however, Bailey runs down, however, pulls Natty off of Ember. But Natty, however, decides just like the night before after she decided to shove her partner, Trish Stratus, however, which Trish was not very impressed with whatsoever, she decides to shove the huggable, lovable Bailey down. So apparently, I guess Nettie's got this new straightforward, bitchy, whiny attitude that everyone is saying, however, is a good thing, however. And that she will be uh, tough to beat in her own country on Sunday, however, in a submission match against my girl Becky. Let's see if she can prove it, though. That's all I want to say. Let's see if she can prove me wrong. Because right now, what has Nettie done in the last little while besides this new attitude? Last I saw, she hasn't done much, however, except basically have Tyson's balls her husband's Tyson kid's balls in her purse. Besides her cat stuff, however, where the, uh, her cats have been probably scratching and clawing at, however, because that's the only thing they can scratch right now, however, basically. Because right now, management has had no balls whatsoever, including her husband trying to back her his own wife up, however, because they find a way to piss all over and bury her at every turn, however. So let's see if Natty can prove me wrong and prove everyone else wrong in her own home country on Sunday up there in GTS's land of Toronto. And I'll tell you right now, if she does, how I'll give her credit. I'm not saying that as a bad thing, but the thing is, though, I think it's time for Natty to maybe seriously consider one of two things. Either maybe hang it up how soon, however, or find something else to do in the company, like a company spokeswoman like Mark Henry and Tyce O'Neill. I mean, she's good for that. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. But the thing is, though, I mean, she hasn't done anything and gotten any opportunity to do anything for quite some time. And whose fault is that? Oh, let's think. Besides Kevin Dickbag Dunn, it's that basis piece of shit, however, that Natty knows, however, and her uncle knows, how has known knew for years. Yes, I'm talking about none other than the stupid little moron himself, millionaire, millionaire Muppet Boy himself, however, should I say, not Muppet Boy, millionaire moron, Vince, racist, bigoted McMahon. Anyway, 
talking about morons, that leads us to our next segment, folks. And who am I talking about next? Oh, yes, the so-called best in the world and Fonzie's favorite, however, none other than Silver Spoon little shithead who's going to find a way to get his ass handed to him and his balls basically kicked below the belt, however, on front of the whole world to see, hopefully, on Sunday. Yes, I'm talking about that effervescent little troll, however, Shane McMahon. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Shane O'Mac, people. And I think Shane O'Mac is going to be in for a little surprise, however, I think, on Sunday, however, when Kevin Owens pop-up power bombs his sorry ass right in front of the whole world to see in front of Kevin Owens' home country, however. But if you give Shane the win, however, I will say this here and now, however, on uh, Sunday, however, and Kevin Owens is forced to leave, however, then... If I'm Kevin Owens Tower, I wouldn't be the only one to ask for my release right then and there, either the next night, however, or the following two days later on following Tuesday. Because I'll tell you right now, they are tired in the back, referring to the boys and girls at the back, however, and you've heard Kevin Owens say this time and time again, however, that it's not all about you, Shane. Shane, the one thing you have in common, the only thing you have, the only thing you're doing right now is basically acting more and more like your dad's favorite person. Yes, folks, who am I talking about, Howard? I know we don't get into a lot of this discussion about it, and we're going to leave it out, however, on this show, but I can't resist tonight by saying this guy's name. We know who we're talking about. Yes, folks, I'm talking about the arrogance of one particular arrogant douchebag. And who am I talking about, you ask? Oh, who am I talking about? Let me think. Who am I talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm talking about your daddy's best friend, however, the arrogance of one dickhead Donald Trump is who I'm talking about. Because right now, just like your dad, Shane, you're like you're like uh, playing the role of the president's son. An arrogant total asshole who should be given everything handed to you on a silver platter, however, and basically have your head up your daddy's ass by sucking and blowing him at every chance you get. Well, guess what, Shane? You're not going to get that opportunity much longer because you're going to get your ass kicked and kicked hard for the whole world to see, hopefully, on Sunday. And when it happens, however, it's going to be so damn funny, I will be laughing my head off, however, because we'll see finally how that the best in the world is no longer the best in the world, but more like the best bitch in the world, or should I say the best little bastard in the world, because that's all you are, Shane, is a legitimate bastard. You basically cheat people out of their opportunities, you screw people over like your daddy, and you basically find a way to just absolutely keep everyone in the back and find a way to absolutely bury them. Speaking of buried, however, we thought we were going to see a four-way return match, however, for the tag team titles, however, at Summer Scam, as I continue to call it that, however. But have we seen it yet? Have we heard anything about that yet? Well, apparently we haven't because they didn't announce it, however, however, last night. Gee, I wonder whose fault that was. Then we go to Alistair Black versus Sami Zayn. And, of course, we see the Dutch Destroyer destroy that no good little cockroach, however, slime bag Sami Zayn. A guy who at one point I used to respect, however, but now have lost more and more respect of by the day and week, however. Here's the thing about, uh, uh, what was I going to say, here's the thing about, uh, what was, uh, um, the thing about Sami. If I'm Sammy Howard right now, I would be looking at one of two options. Either going back to NXT Howard and trying to get back over again with the NXT Universe, or maybe just ask for my release because it's time to AEW, possibly somewhere else. Because right now, what have I done as of late except act like a whiny little bitch Howard time and again saying that I should be given another opportunity? 
You haven't done anything, Sammy. You haven't done one freaking stinking thing, however, ever since you split up with your bestie, Kevin Owens. Except whine like a little bitch every week, how and complain that basically, however, that uh, the fans are to blame. No, Sammy, it's you that should be blamed, my friend, because it just shows you how much of a pompous, arrogant ass you really are, however. Then we go to the Super 5 Fun House. I'm not going to say much about this, except I'm tired of seeing it, however. On my television now, because more and more now they're shoving it down our throats on SmackDown than they are on Raw. Uh, am I excited about the Finn uh, Fiend match on Sunday? However, between two of them, to uh, quote uh, the horse from uh, Ren and Stimpy, no, sir, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. First off, however, this gimmick is not over by any means necessary for either one of them. Finn needs to take some time off now rather than after SummerSlam because they've done nothing with him for quite some time and they need to really get his batteries recharged to do something new with him when he comes back. Maybe have him join AJ Styles in the OC, which I think would be really beneficial to his career because right now that's the only thing that can save his career, if you ask me. Uh, but yeah, go figure. Uh, then we go to New Day versus Brian and Rowan. And of course, we saw what happened there. Uh, of course, the New Day, of course, ended up, uh, I believe, winning that match, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the New Day that won that match. Let me just double-check to be, my notes are going to be sure. Yeah, it was the New Day by DQ, however. But then we go backstage, however, and we see what happens afterwards, however, mind you, involving, of course, uh, Roman Reigns on who the person was, however, that deliberately tried to attack him last week. And who was it, however? Well, first, however, we found out that Roman... Uh, questioned Buddy Murphy about this, however. And, of course, Roman got up in the face of the guy that was formerly Mr., at one point, Mr., soon-to-be Alexa Bliss, however, and beat the holy bejesus at him. But in the ring, we see Goat Boy and Rowan stand there, however, mind you, however, and and surprised that Roman did something like this, even though we found out later on it was them two that did it. So, Daniel, Bryan, and Rowan, you think you're going to have the last laugh against the big dog, and you're going to find a way to uh, continue to get in the big dog's face, however, just by absolutely making fun of making his life a living hell. Well, sir, unfortunately, your time is up, and you're going to find out coming up, however, at uh, Summer Scam, however, that the big dog is going to find a way to take that sorry-ass beard of yours, Daniel Bryan, turn it sideways, and basically... Rip it all the way off, Howard, and basically leave you nothing more than Beard Burn. And more than Beard Burn, too. Because he is going to absolutely beat the holy Jesus out of you. Show no mercy on you and spear your sorry ass right through the mat. Because when it's all said and done, my friend, the only thing that you're going to be needing, besides your little redwood tree, red beard boy, Howard, Eric Rowan saving your ass, Howard, or maybe trying to help you back to the locker room, is having your wife comfort you in a hospital bed because you're going to be needing it. Because Roman is going to absolutely show no mercy on you. And even though Brie may show up, may not show up, she and your lovely daughter, Howard Birdie, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but I'm going to say this here in a kind of interesting way, however, your own kid won't recognize you when you're all said and done. She'll be wondering what happened to her daddy when he comes home with busted ribs and a busted broken, maybe a broken, maybe a black eye. And how will that fare? Oh, I wonder how that'll fare for you, Daniel Bryan. It won't fare too good because there's going to be absolutely no mercy shown on you by the big dog. So, yeah, SummerSlam, once again, however, the build-up of this week was terrible and absolutely pathetic, to say the least. So, there you go. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., John, and Fonzie. Thank you, J.D. Um, 
Thank you very much for your your, your thoughts and opinions as to what happened last night, of course. On Smack. Sorry about that. Sorry. Towards, that's, that's, that's okay. Uh, leading up, of course, towards uh, SummerSlam, of course, on Sunday. Let's keep the number one more time. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 708 of Revolution here for uh, Wednesday, August 7th, 2019. Mr. W7US, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and also the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, uh, of course, here with you here tonight as well. Uh, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, of course, tomorrow and Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, we start doing our predictions here for, of course, uh, TakeOver on Saturday and also SummerSlam on Sunday. Uh, we'll pack tomorrow night. Of course, like I said, we'll get our primarily our predictions in for uh, NXT TakeOver. Of course, you heard from the human suplex machine, John Gross, that, that he will get both of his in because he will not be here this Friday for Revolution. So he'll get his predictions in for both. But, of course, it will be, of course, uh, uh, and I will then, of course, reveal the belts that will be used here, of course, unless anybody else does sign up here before tomorrow night. Um, we do now officially have five folks lined up for the prediction title challenge for TakeOver and also for SummerSlam as well. And those are, of course, those five folks are, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, of course, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. And also today, I just found out Danny Pumote Park and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, have already now signed up to take part in this challenge. Uh, we have not got any from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, or from the Empress Amity, but we'll hope uh, to hear from And, of course, Fonzie did belch. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, we'll, uh, we'll, of course, hopefully get you get you up to date on that. Hopefully we'll hear something from them. Hopefully here at least by sometime between tomorrow we'll pack here of course <clears throat> and of course and of course like i said uh, unless we have anything else coming in of course we'll obviously we'll add more belts to the mix here of course here indeed but we do have some of the belts lined up ready to go and we'll keep that updated here for you of course towards of course tomorrow night on wolfpack and friday on revolution we hope to hear from of course the black widow and also Danny park on friday to get their predictions in for both takeover and SummerSlam. Also here, also folks, don't forget uh, on outside the ropes. Other, I will inform you that we have a special edition of Hour Hour, of course, this Saturday night, normal time, six o'clock. But it's definitely a one-hour show. It will be a special two-hour edition. Of course, in addition to, of course, in addition to, of course, the uh, our our of course our our typical uh, our Use of everything that went on this week here in the radio network. Plus, also, of course, our wrestling history and birthdays for Saturday, plus some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of 411 Mania. We will also, at the same night, be, be of course, uh, providing full coverage of the NXT TakeOver show from Toronto here as well. Uh, letting you know, of course, so far we do have five matches officially lined up for, uh, for NXT TakeOver. Of course, uh, all the belts up for grabs, including, of course, all so uh, another uh, ladies match there. Indeed, so we have five matches lined up so far. Um, they may add more. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see what all happens there. But we'll keep you informed of that. Indeed. So a special edition of Power Hour starting at six o'clock, one four one three six four pound this Saturday night. And also, don't forget special edition of Revolution, which will be episode number seven hundred and ten, 
Starting, at, of course, at 5 o'clock will be our prediction show for SummerSlam as we'll be reviewing everybody's predictions here. And, of course, I'll be – and I'll throw out my thoughts and opinions about each of the matches that will take place here uh, <clears throat> as well and uh, go through, of course, the belts that will be involved here again indeed. So, <clears throat> like I said, special edition of Revolution, of course, Sunday night at 5 o'clock, live video feed from WWUS Network News, so be sure to join us here for that. But, of course, don't forget Wolfpack tomorrow night, 138-521-POUND. News and views, history and birthdays, and, of course, like I said, most primarily takeover predictions and other fun stuff, 138-521-POUND. Of course, our live video feed for that will be from WCCWS Forever Strong. And, of course, this Friday night, like we said, on Revolution, 138-055-POUND. Of course, hopefully we'll get to hear from MLD and Danny as well as we get their takeover and SummerSlam predictions. <clears throat> Our live video feed for that will be from WWS Universe, where, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that's where, of course, you can find out all the belts that our, that our folks are currently holding. So if you're very interested in, in, in testing your, in your wrestling trivia here, folks, and like I said, you want to, you know, earn, earn a piece of gold here at WWS, see who, see who has any, uh, any of these belts. And, and come and go for it. So these folks are waiting for a challenge. And so let's, let's, and if you'd like to jump on in, please come on, come on in and do so here indeed. Uh, one story I wanted to bring up to everybody's attention. I don't know if JD's back on here or not. Uh, but a story that I was reading here that was posted yesterday via ringsidenews.com. I wanted to read this right here. Uh, of course, this was a match that was uh, we were hoping it was going to be at SummerSlam, but apparently they decided to hold this match Monday night on Raw instead. And that is, of course, uh, the story here, of course, is why I do think Felix Upton from RingsideNews.com, of course, for the story. Of course, why WWE held the women's tag team title match on Monday Night Raw. Let me go ahead and read the story that was brought to you word for word here. Of course, like I said, this story came out yesterday, but I'll go ahead and read it now. WWE was planning for a fatal four-way during SummerSlam for the women's tag team titles. This match was held on Raw Monday night and ended, of course, with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross becoming the third duo, duo to hold the titles. That, But that wasn't the original plan. Dave Meltzer explained on Wrestling Observer Radio why WWE made a, made a decision to hold this title match early. It all, it all came down to timing because SummerSlam is going to be long enough as it is already. Now there's only 10 matches for SummerSlam, so I don't know, I don't know why they would think it's long enough, but I mean, you never know. Uh, this this right appearance is coming from WWE, saying for whatever reason, I guess they just, or this is probably coming from Dave Meltzer, for whatever reason, I guess they decided to move it off the pay-per-view, I guess to give it more time and put it on TV. So I don't know if we're if we're done done if we're going to 13 matches on the pay-per-view, but it's probably a good thing. To Take one match off the pay-per-view anyway. Of course, we will have to wait and see if WWE ends up booking a different women's tag team title match with a big Toronto show or just having Bliss and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross sit this one out. Either way, we do have new champions, and they're very likely to be wrestling way more uh, uh, and defending these titles a little bit more here as well. Um, JD, are you back with us? He's not back. Fonzie, uh, your take here on this story here, uh, would this match have been probably received a lot better 
at the pay-per-view rather than, than on Raw, or was it, or do you think it was a good call for them to move it off the pay-per-view and put it on TV? Who, what, what, what is it? It was the it was supposed to be a women's tag team title match. Um, well, and of course we saw. Yeah, it well, was, it was supposed they were to have the Okay. Yes, it was supposed uh, to be, but then they moved it up and they put it on number nine. So which is all right. I don't see, I don't see wrong with it. You know, I don't see nothing wrong. I mean, do you, that uh, right? I mean, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I'm glad I mean, they took you? that off. I'm glad they took that off because um, they would have. They would have put that in the freaking first, the first match of the SummerSlam. Then they weren't going to close that out. They're going to close out a freaking, what you call it, uh, KO versus uh, Shane. They're going to close that. The, they're going to close the show out with that. I'm telling you, watch. They're going to open up. They're going to open up with Seth Rollins and and uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I have this weird feeling that's what's going to happen because I have an uh, alert from WWE and they will alert me if you know, what's, what happened or what matches. But I can I can go in I can go in and, and um, I can't. I can't even fucking speak right now. That's the thing. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm keeping a very, very close to that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, do you think 10 matches is enough for SummerSlam? Do you think, do you, or would they be pushing if they did more? I'd rather have more than 10, whatever. They're starting a show off at 5 o'clock. That's a kickoff show. It was right, supposed yeah. to be. It was supposed to be what? Six o'clock. Yeah, they move it back one hour because they're gonna make they're gonna make SummerSlam of uh, a five-hour show. Maybe depends. Well, but you know, more more matches. They they gotta. They gotta make it exciting matches. They can't keep. Doing the same fucking bullshit. I'm glad. I'm glad that you know um, what you call Goldberg and uh, Dolph Ziggler are gonna fight. I, I like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's gonna be only a minute and twenty seconds, not even. Um, just like he did against uh, Brock when he won the title. Um, uh, you know, um, yeah, Trish Stratus versus uh, Charlotte. I, I think it's going to be good. That's going to, because it's in a home, not a hometown, but, you know, the home country, Canada, not Calgary, yeah. but it's in Toronto, hometown of Trish Stratus. That's going to be a great. I like to see that, you know. And mm-hmm. Natalia versus um, Becky. 
that's going to be good. I don't, see, they, they should, I, honestly, they're not going to close the ladies out. Like I said, they're going to close out with fucking Shane and uh, KO. That's what they're going to do. They're going to open the show up with Becky Lynch and, and Natalia. And, yeah, they're going to close it out with fucking, uh, um, like I said, KO and Shane O'Mac. And don't be surprised that Elias, his boyfriend, and Drew McIntyre, another boyfriend. So they're, they're uh, gangbang uh, Shane O'Mac. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so if I do my prediction, you know my prediction is going to be because that's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And KO is going to get screwed because uh, his, because uh, Shane O'Mac's two boyfriends are going to come in and uh, ruin the match. That's why, it's, uh, that's why I said if, if I would have did a prediction tonight, I would have picked Shane O'Mac because not because I'm a traitor or anything. I have this weird traitor. thing that <laughs> no, shut up. Oh, you know, JD, you know what's gonna fucking happen. That's why. That's why they're gonna close the show out with KO and fucking Shane O'Mac. You watch. I'm telling you that right now. They're gonna open up with Becky Lynch and fucking Natalia. Or yeah, I think I, Rollins, I that I will agree with you. I think or, they, they or, push or Charlotte. Seth, no, uh, I'm saying Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But that, that's how that's how WWEs are stupid, you know. Open up with fucking Shane O'Mac. Open up with Shane O'Mac and fucking uh, KO. Then close out a show with whoever. Uh, two women's match, one with the title, one with non-title. You can have two ladies back to back closing out the show, and you'll see the results. No, WWE is going to be stupid. They're going to open up with fucking. Uh, Becky Lynch or Natalia or, like you say, Charlotte or Trish, I guarantee they're going to open up with Seth Rollins and, and uh, Brock Lesnar. There you go. Okay? And, okay. yeah, okay. I'm not a traitor, J.D., as you know it's going to happen. Okay? That's why I'm picking Shane O'Mac because he has his two boyfriends are going to come and help him. Okay? That's why. Yeah. That's why I have this yeah. weird feeling that KO is going to lose no matter what. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, JD, what this what this was starting with? There was a story that came out yesterday from RingsideNews.com that apparently there was, uh, of course, you know, the original plan was to have the Raw Women's Tag Team Title match at SummerSlam, but instead they had it on Raw Monday night, and apparently, and apparently. Apparently, uh, there's uh, they're saying it's because they felt they had too many matches already lined up for SummerSlam, and they only have ten matches lined yeah, up. Yeah, and, and like I said earlier, I mean, I said what was it last night? How I mean, and I'm saying I said last night, and I mean, they're gonna probably have two or three more probably because they want this as a big thirteen match deal, which is crazy, and it's too much though. But they're saying, but they're what they're saying here now. Is I even read that that, that you know if they decide to maybe go back to that plan, 
They may still decide to do a women's tag team title match, of course, at this time with Bliss and Nikki Cross, of course, in that field. Or they may decide just to let them, but let both Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross sit this one out. So, uh, but I no, mean, was it? Was no, it? I'm saying you put them. Let me tell you right now, you put them in a match, and I'll tell you this as well. If you bury the Iconics one more time, or not the Iconics, if you bury Kari Sane, Paige, and Oscar one more time, and I'm saying one more time, if I'm them, I would go up to Vince, and I would say, you know what, however, you promised my girls this and that, however, but guess what? We want our release, and we're out of here. We're not staying. Because what have they done with Oscar since the streak? Nothing. They've pissed all over her, literally. Paige has been a somewhat all right manager. I'll give her that. But they absolutely continue to do, I mean, hardly anything with Kari Zane. And Kari Zane's still feeling her way around. But they have done nothing with the Kabuki Wars. They promised her this and that. If they want to do something, however, and send someone out of the WWE, please send the stupid Moronics, however, if you ask me, however. Send them back to NXT to just do something better than them. And then stupid little whiny old thing. I mean, like Paige said in her promo a few weeks ago, they are whiner, whining, effervescent little clowns is what they are. I mean, that's ridiculous, huh? Well, certainly. Well, I would agree. I would, I would definitely I would definitely agree. But, I mean, they, they still said that, you know, if they decide to actually extend this a little bit more, then they may still put a women's tag team title match in this. Um, I'll believe they, it. Like I said, by I mean by Friday we should know they have two or three more matches. We'll see. Okay, well, like, but but like I said, but but my 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 question was, and like I said, Fonzie made a very about made very, definitely made some very good points about this all around. Um, but let me but let me ask you this: Was it a good move for them to actually take that match off of SummerSlam and put it on Raw Monday? Night? It was risky. It was very risky because I think they needed, I mean, the thing was, we talked about it last night, however, they didn't have a final script in their hand until about a half hour, 40 minutes before the show. They didn't know what the hell they were doing, just like they were doing last night with SmackDown. They had to, basically, Vince tore up the script, had to rewrite the whole show, like, about 40, 45 minutes to an hour before the show. This is the same way that happened here Monday night. They didn't have an idea until about a half hour, 40 minutes before the show, which is ridiculous. Like I said here, we're just going to wait and see what all happens here. And I know that our... You know, what, Summer, you know what's... I mean, like I said, I've called SummerSlam Summer Scam. And you know I've said it the last few weeks. You know what the real SummerSlam is going to be, guys? And I'll tell you right now what it's going to be. Plain and simple. It's going to be on Saturday night, however, at TakeOver. That's when you're going to see SummerSlam. Because you've got some great... you got the triple threat North American title match. You've got the street... you got the tag team match, which should be good. One of the women's matches, however, which is going to be, uh, it's not Shane and Mia Yim, it's going to be Gilgamesh uh, 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 and Candice Ray, which should be good. And of course, you've got the best two out of three falls match with Colin Garcano. That's when you're going to see SummerSlam come to fruition. That's how exciting when SummerSlam is going to be, however. And because, and, and also, I think, what, and also, that's a very, very good point here, too. And JD, you, you, you've said it best here. Reason why you know a lot of people feel that NXT is doing ten times more successful than its bigger counterpart, of course WWE, is because, like I said, Vince McMahon doesn't have his hands all over does, and Triple H is actually doing something to, to, to give the to give this talent, like I said, the credibility that uh, 
that they deserve more and more and more ways than one. But Vince is afraid that you know that 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 Triple H is going to do the exact same thing with with WWE if if of course if he ever decided to turn that over there, which I don't think I don't think he would be able to. Trust How can him. he be scared when his own son-in-law is trying to make that brand what it is? How with the boys and girls there? Yes, I mean they're coming up a little too quickly. I will admit that. And I said it before. They are some of these guys are coming off quickly, like the Alistair Blacks, the Sami Zayns, the Chaos, the Finns, the Sashas, the Baileys, the Beckys, and the Charlottes. Okay. Fine. At the end of the day, Howard, you got some pretty good talent down there right now next to Yes, it is running a little dry at the moment, Howard. I will say this. Bless you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Howard right now, Howard. People who are the next big generation, other people are coming up, Howard, in NXT. You got the Matt Riddles, the Adam Coles, the Garganos, the Shayna Bazers, the, uh, like I said, the Kyle O'Reilly's and the Bobby Fishers, the Velveteen Dreams of the world who are waiting to crack through the ceiling and ready to bust through into the uh, major leagues. Are. Yes, some of them might be successful, some might not be successful, but at the end of the day, you've got to find a way to do something with them. Right, because like I said, you don't know if they're, if, you don't know if it's going if it's, if it's going to work out for them or not until you at least give them a chance to try. And right. see, that's and that's what Triple H is doing. Triple H is giving these boys and girls that opportunity. Vince McMahon, yes. you know, is is not giving anybody is not giving anybody the credit. No, he's like, he's too he's stubborn doing. because he thinks how it should still be in the attitude of 1998, 1999, 2000. Vince Russo stop booking. We've said this before, Howard. Get with the times, Vince. It's 2019, almost 2020. This isn't the attitude era 15, 20 years ago when you were battling Ted Turner and Paul Heyman. You were battling a new monster. We've said it before and many times over. In six weeks, you've got the biggest fight of your life coming awaiting you, Howard, and you better be ready for it. And besides, also, you've got, and besides, and besides the heads of your, your two biggest rivals that you ever had, Vince, you actually got them under your umbrella, so you better make sure that, like I said, if you're going to use, use them and all that, you need to use them right. So, exactly. uh, I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, let's give you this one more time here, folks. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND. Episode 708 of Revolution here. Of course, this is Wednesday, August 7, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, and the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo. And the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, of course, who lives in the village of beautiful women. And of course, you know JD has to go back to the island of beautiful men uh, because he, he left his thong there, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, of course, uh, keep in mind here as well, we still have, of course, the eBay page, of course, Perpetual Uniquity Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. A lot of items still for sale here, good, uh, very unique items indeed. Um, eBay.com forward slash STR forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. So many great stuff from Kiss and other pieces of rock and roll memorabilia to men's and women's and children's clothing, books and other knickknacks, classic Hot Wheels cars, uh, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. John, that's something you might want to be looking at there, too, because there's some good video games there. Trust me, I know. (laughs) And uh, be sure to check that out here today. And also, don't forget, of course, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. Where we have like a ton of selections there, folks. A bunch of lists, of course, posted 
posted here right personally right here by, by, from Mr. W7 US himself. All DVDs and Blu-rays checked out, all in good working condition. Of course, if they were not working or if they were in bad shape, ladies and gentlemen, I would not have posted them on the page at all. And also a big time special going on between now and the end of the year. Every single title, regardless of single or multiple disc sets, are worth $1. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, $1. So you cannot beat that deal at all whatsoever. So if you see any titles yeah, on customers who are looking in, in, like I said, if you're looking for the best entertainment, horror, comedy, drama, sci-fi, action adventure, take it from me. I should know there's been some good ones I can recommend to you already. So, uh, and also, of course, uh, sports and music as well. Um, <clears throat> so definitely good titles there. Um, so definitely check it out here today. We take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. That is, of course, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Uh, gentlemen, uh, while we have a few minutes, uh, if y'all recall the list that I made of, of so far, what we have, what we have, say, as, what we have as confirmed for the uh, a confirmed roster for WWE 2K20. I would like to do a, like an old standby here of some um, of some fancy matchups. If, if 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 that was if that's okay with everyone. That's fine with me. And I will tell you before we get into that, I do want to talk about last night. We did mention, of course, some of the 2K20 video games. Like I said, I will say this, however. Here are my opinions about some of those people who made the list. AJ Styles, of course, I've already said my piece about him. You can't go wrong with a phenomenal one, of course. He, of course, has his good brothers, Dallas and Anderson, with him, which is good to see. Andre the Giant, of course, one of the best big men in the sport. I mean, you cannot keep the big 7'4", 500-pound monster, however, and fun-loving giant, however, the true giant of wrestling, however, you may say... All people, it's guys like Haystacks, Calhoun, however, Diesel, Bayer, all those guys out there. There was one big giant who set the tone early on, uh, in, in, of course, the mid to late 70s, however, the early mid 70s into the 80s, of course, and that was Andre. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, what can we say about him? I already said enough about Eddie, one of the best, if not one of the greatest guys ever, cruiserweight wise, however, I've had battles with many guys, Jericho, Malenko, Mysterio. And many others, however, however, including Shinjo Otani from Star K95. Uh, we mentioned Goldberg, of course, well deserved. Hulk Hogan, of course. Hopefully, they have four different variations of him from red and yellow to black and white of NWO uh, to Captain America, like you said, however. Uh, that would be very, very cool if they did that, however. Uh, let's see, what else did we uh, say as far as who else was on the list, however? Uh, we had quite a bit. Hart. We said Bret Hart and Kurt Angle, right? Uh, Kurt Angle, Bret Hart is not on there yet. yet but okay. that doesn't, that doesn't Kurt Angle, of course, what can you say about the Olympian? I mean, this guy, of course, what, oh, like we said, farted. well deserved with a broken freaking, uh, from, uh, with a broken freaking <laughs> neck, however. Uh, this guy, of course, is an Olympian, true and true. However, I'm sorry, it's Bobby Backlund. Bob Backlund has not been on it. Becky Lynch, of course, we know that the man, of course, is has her detractors and naysayers, but she has uh, done through, gone through quite a bit, like we said. However, and if you go back and watch the 24/7 special of her, how you'll see what I mean by that. You might agree with me after you've seen this, however, that I was right. Maybe you'll disagree with me. Again, opinions vary, but at the same time, however, you got also a couple other guys, and we'll talk more about them in our fantasy matchups then. Sorry. 
that, that's okay. That, that's a great that's me. Yeah, you just gotta be careful with that sound there, but uh, no, I'm I'm texting somebody. That's why. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I knew you were gonna do that. Okay. All right. Uh, with this right here. Um, like you said, any order of the list that I have here, and I'll wait until Fonzie gets through texting, and then I can. Uh, yeah, I, I'm ready. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. All right, first match, gentlemen. I'm just having I will... a, I'm just having a bad couple of days. That's all. So, yeah. I understand. I understand Did you guys see the video? However, that uh, Randy Orton was just standing there. I guess it was on the beach or by a uh, pool, and his wife came out of nowhere and hit an RKO on him in the pool. There's a yeah, story. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty so funny, cool. actually. I got to win this. That was fucking hilarious, dude. I started laughing. I had to rewind it three times just to get a laugh. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> There was a story on 411 Mania about that. I was going to read it earlier, but I, I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm watching I it right now that, again. I figured that, <laughs> that no, Jay, I'm sure Jay, you probably posted on one of the pages. So, uh, right, well, so yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you very much. All right, gentlemen, here is the first fantasy matchup here from the 2K20 roster: AJ Styles versus Andre the Giant. JD, your thoughts here, please. We mentioned them both, however, but there is only one true giant. Andre is bigger than life, however, and definitely had a heart of gold, but he also, at the same time, could be a mean son of a bitch, however, and very, very, uh, like I said, a lot of people uh, realize that Andre was uh, a guy, however. Uh, like I said, however, it's just, it's very unique, however, to say at least what Andre has done in his career. So, yeah, the phenomenal form ain't going to work, and you're not going to knock the big man down. There's no way in H-E-L-L, hell, you're going to knock Andre down off his perch. So give me Andre. Okay. Uh, John, I actually believe we're going to say AJ in a shocking upset. Oh. Traitor. Traitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fonzie, uh, AJ Styles versus Andre the Giant. <laughs> uh, Sorry, John, I, I had to say. I, 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 remember this wrestler said, JD, I think it was on NXT. Come on, bro. Are you serious, bro? Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious, bro, that fucking AJ Styles and Andre the Giant? You know how big Andre the Giant? He's fucking like 7'4", 350. Who's going to fucking knock no, that ass down? No, Andre was 500, 520, I mean, if you remember. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Was, no, Andre's no, about I'm 505. The tallest, I'm just saying the tallest. He's like 7'4", Andre. He's almost yeah, like a big shot. Yeah, tall, and Chad, Chad saw this tonight, I'm sure, after I sent it to him, and Fonzie will have to send it to you as well. Hello. Sorry, I'm just looking at a page <laughs> right now. I'm looking mighty fine in a bra and panties. Sorry, I just got distracted. Hey, uh, yeah. But no. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, John, or not John, Chad got a, video, a picture in, of this tonight how on his wall, and I'll have to send to you and John. There's a guy down in NXT from Nigeria now. He's seven foot three, two nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it, Chad. I saw it on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, he put it on a Messenger. This, yeah, this guy's pretty unique. I gotta say, this guy might have a good yeah. future ahead of him. I feel this guy's gonna be tough to watch. But I'm just saying, like Andre the Giant, he's like yeah, you can't go seven foot. You can't. And that HBO special. Here's the only thing. Here's the only three people, maybe, 
maybe will be the Big Show. Right. Possible. Braun Strowman. Mm, no. Or Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan already did a WrestleMania 3. Okay. Three. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania 3. That's what it said. Okay. Yeah. Braun, That's the only three people. Braun's about 380. Braun's 380. That'd be tough. Yeah, but he's Big tall, show. though. Yeah, that's true. He, that's true. Yeah. And look at the Big yeah. Show. He's seven foot, five fifty. Yeah, but, Bron, but, Bron, but whatever Big Show may not be wrestling much longer, I feel. No, no, but I'm just saying. That's the yeah. only three can compare, yeah. okay. can compete yeah. with uh, Andre the Giant. I'm going to go yeah. with the Giant. He's going to smaller AJ Styles. He's going to yep. pick him up and just slam him and just step He's on him. Like and one, two, three, ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are you serious, bro? Sorry, John. Sorry, John. I'm going to order the list here. So, I mean, that's, that's why this is you're giving me your opinions, and I appreciate that. So, there you go. Next up here, we have a ladies' match here. Now, I think I know which way JD's going to go with this one, but of course, I got to ask him. I got to ask him, and I this him anyway. Bailey versus Becky Lynch. <laughs> well. They fought. They fought each other at NXT once before. I remember how. And Bailey brought, tried to bring out. And they, they had. They have good chemistry. I will say that. But unfortunately, Bailey, you're going to be needing hugs. However, after it's all said, because the man will disarm you. Okay, John. Uh, John says champion versus champion match, and he's going to go with Becky. All right. Good. Good. Good show, John. Uh, Fonzie. Uh, Bailey versus Becky. And I love these two girls. That's all I got to say. I love these two girls. I can't go one against another. You know, I can't. I'm going to go with a draw. Seriously. I love Becky Lynch and I love Bailey. I just can't go against one another. Seriously. If it was different, then I would have called whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm going with a draw. In this one. They, they, okay, there you go. Now, again, that's being honest. All right. Next matchup here, gentlemen, the Big Boss Man versus Big E, JD. Big E, however, may have the dance wow. of and the power of positivity with him, but guess what? There will be hard times in justice served in Cobb County Jail tonight, Howard. And Big E, however, you're going to be feeling it, Howard. It will not be pretty, however. So guess what, Howard? It is going to be a not a good night for you, my friend, however. Just like it was for the Pirates. I lose it 8-3 to three, as they've now officially right, 14, close, 18 games close the season out, please. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Close it out now. They're going to get swept by the fucking Cardinals. They're going to get swept by fucking Cardinals. Yeah, I know. They're playing this weekend. So, and then got no, your question. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, J.D., maybe... You're hold on a second, hold on, let me, finish, let, me finish, let me finish my uh, prediction. Yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, yeah, the big boss man is going to cuff Big E and drag him off to the county jail. So, yeah. And like I said, Big E was a former NXT champion, but guess what, Howard? Other than that, Howard, he's been tag team champion. I don't think he's had any other belts besides the NXT title and the world's tag team. I don't think he's held the U.S. title, the IC belt, or anything like that. But the boss man we know about his history is Big Bubba Rogers. He is tough as hell. Some poor boss man all the way. What yeah, we saying now? Biggie held the IC title. Remember that? Oh, he did. He okay, be, so he held the IC, yeah, yeah the NXT, player. and the tag. Okay. Those, he okay. Yeah. He's had, I think he wrestled okay. Curtis Axel for a month. 
Yeah, that's that's that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right to me. But yeah, like I said, the boss man, you yeah, cannot go against right. the boss man. But referring, getting back to what you were saying about saying this real quick, Fonzie, and then we're going to get back into this conversation. You tell me they don't have anyone? Yeah, they do. Mac, they have some big names on their team. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, that's, like, all, that's all Mac Happender. Uh, you got uh, Wall, D-Long, D-Con, whatever the fucking name it is. Yeah, but he yeah, heard you. They have Paul yeah, Goldsmith, I know. The, the big, Goldsmith's yeah, been the biggest ace in the hole this year. At 31, okay, we'll he still that. has Pop. Okay, they got that big year. They got they yeah, got him long, and they got and they got uh, they got uh, if, well, Matt Coppender. That's it. Yeah. Yep. And they got diarrhea. It's the pitching. It's the pitching, JD. You got to figure well, when Jason Carlos Martinez Kayon, is one pitcher who's 27. Uh, Wayne yeah. is 37. That's Wayne Wright's the only thing that's holding them back. Walker's been up and down. Yeah. As far as pitching, yeah. so they're going to cough our pitching. Trust nice. me, they're going to cough our pitching this weekend. Here, here's JD. Okay. okay, Jay, we might beat uh, Adam Wainwright because we own him. That's about yeah. it. We might go one, one out of three. But here's the thing, JD. Before this, all this, we went down the hill. Jason, Jason Tyone, we did good. We were in first place in like in three weeks. You remember that record? We were in uh-huh. first place. Now, since Tyon went down, they went down the hill. It's Jason Tyon. They're missing him right now. And I, don't be surprised. He might retire. But I don't know. We haven't heard information about him. I did. Uh, yeah, what was it, J.D.? We'll get back into the fancy messages, but I will tell okay, you. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Out tonight. I will tell you, I did hear something about him today that's not going to make you happy. And I'll tell you about it after, okay. before the night's over. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry, okay. All right, no problem. John says here, a battle of the big men, and John says he's going with the nightstick and the ball and chain. Uh, so he's <laughs> going with the ball and chain. Uh, Fonzie, big boss man versus big E. Like, it's just like, it's just like, here's another thing. Just like Becky and Bailey. Here's the two good superstars going head to head to one another. Who's gonna who's gonna win out of these two guys? Who's gonna win? Because you got a two Hall of Famers wrestling against each other. Big boss man, he he's the boss. And you know, you got Big E. Yeah, okay. He likes to dance and have a good time. When he wrestles, he wrestles. You know, he just wants to make the fans happy and get excited. That's what it's all about. But these two, just like Bailey and Becky, I'm going to go with a draw. Honestly. You know, just like who's going who's gonna to pin one another? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all, all, I, all I gotta say is, when someone gets this game, I dare anybody to use use, use any of our lists and, all, and, make, and make some of these fancy matchups. And I would like to see some yeah. video of it and see what, what, what if if our predictions are actually correct. I would like to see someone play this and send us a result to see who who just pulls out the win here in this. We'll have to wait and see what happens with this. Uh, uh, the next matchup here. By oh. the way, yeah, you're gonna laugh at this. Get- and this is crazy as it sounds. I'm watching this right now on the uh, on my on my uh, computer right now, and you'll never guess. This is gonna blow your mind. Guess who was there? I mean, they and this was real nice. To, I mean, with the trivia, they did this on uh, on Monday with, of course, the El Paso Dayton thing. But guess who was there? How and they showed on camera, even though he hasn't been on TV since 
since Extreme Rules. Hmm. Corbin. Corbin. Wow. Yeah. He was off to the far left a little bit. You couldn't see him. If you go back and watch it again, it's hard to see his bald head stick out. But, yeah, he was there on the stage. Well, how, how, how can you miss it? It looks like, it, it looks like, a, it looks like a big dick. I mean, I <laughs> this is true. But speaking of dicks, Howard, I mean, this, I know this sounds stupid, but the thing is, you're right. Speaking of dicks, what, I mean, I understand. Is, where was Heyman? Where was Brock? Hell, where was Rollins and Becky? Why weren't they where, out? Where? Where? At the tri- on, on the stage Monday night at the start of Raw when they did the El Paso Day. Where were they at? They were not out there with the I think Rollins. they were. I think they were. You did, I might have to go back and watch that again just to be sure. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No. Everyone was out there, J.D. Okay. Yeah. I just saw it then. Okay. You're right then. Yeah. Okay, more well, all right. But then I won't say what I was going to say because it might be a tattooed graphic. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let, let's just say Becky was just criming on Seth Shamrock a little bit. <laughs> oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, and, and also, and also, Brock was messing with Paul's name. Oh, whoa! Okay, yeah, there you go. Okay, that's okay. That okay. And boy, there wasn't a there wasn't a whole lot to touch either. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and get to the next matchup here. Uh, g- gentlemen, here is the next one here. Of course, probably two two K twenty. Talk about fantasy. I'm like you, Fonzie. I can't talk either. Our two K twenty uh, fantasy matchup was Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. JD. You guys who know each other in the Wyatt family all too well. The monster among men against the fiend, if you will, however, which is coming out that funhouse, uh, scary type mask, however. Uh, you know, you got to go with Braun. You can't, you can't, I mean, you can't go against Braun here. You really can't. Okay. Uh, John says Braun, uh, Fonzie, uh, Braun versus Bray. Here we go again. Here we go again. Another. Another great match right here. Great two superstars know each other's moves. And you got to figure Braun Strowman, uh, Bray Wyatt brought Braun Strowman on the Wyatt family. They're like brothers. And I think they still talk to each other, I think, off screen. And um, here you go again. Another Two great wrestlers. For me, I love Bray Wyatt, which is the the fun houses. Yeah, JD said it's getting ridiculous, but you know what? It's fucking funny as fuck because you got the little fucking troll pig, troll toy, whatever it is. It makes you fucking laugh like like crazy, you know, and. Uh, yeah, it's a scary little bit, but it's a it's a hilarious. But like I said, you, here's another thing. Again, I'm gonna go with a draw. You can't go against one another because they okay. know each other's moves. <laughs> okay, well there, well there you go. All right, well good, 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 good points all around. Next matchup here. This may be a no-brainer, but again, like I said, I come up with a lot of interesting matches here before. And I may do this to MLD and Danny on Friday. 
they both show up. So, um, here's the match. I'm going to bite my tongue here. Brock Lesnar versus Brutus Beefcake, JD. I'm, oh, oh, God. The, the Beefcake's going to get squashed like a buggy. Might as well <laughs> run like hell and get out while you can, however, because Lesnar's going to F5 you all over the place and throw suplexes until you're black and blue. I mean, if you thought the parasailing accent was bad, however, this might be even worse, no pun intended. And speaking of uh, legends, right now I'm watching the old uh, Batista Eddie Guerrero uh, stealing the dinner skit, however, when Batista stole Eddie's uh, meal on SmackDown from September of <laughs> just two months before. Oh, yeah, that was, I, that's, that's hilarious. Cool. I saw that video. John says, go ahead, yeah. I got, uh, a, no, no. I got a fart. Ooh. Oh, God. JD, gas mask, right? Fart in the hole. Whoa, methane. Oh, oh methane. my God, that stinks. Oh, I, did it right the, I did it right in the front of the fan, too. Oh, my. Oh, God. No, even... <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we're just having fun. I know, that stinks. Yeah. Open a window, oh. man. Come on, man. Don't live in the stink. Open a window. Oh, the window's open. <laughs> you don't have to open wide enough, man. Open up, open up a door. Jeez. Okay. Anyway, uh, John, <laughs> John says Brock Lesnar, Fonzie. What do you say before we all pass out? Here? <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna pass out. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Oh. Mm. Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another two good superstars. But I gotta say I'm gonna say a fucking suplex city. I I like these two guys, but I'm just saying I like the other guy. I think I think Brock Lesnar is gonna win. Put it that way. And last and last check, ladies and gentlemen, before I go into any more matches, of course, a poll that I posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page earlier today, uh, according to a video from YouTube, uh, seven superstars were, were mentioned here. Uh, out of these seven superstars, who is, of course, the master of the spine and, and the move known as the spine buster. Of course, the superstars mentioned was, of course, and I'll run them down. And, say, and forgive me if I don't. And forgive me if I. And I, no, well, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna pull it up before. Um, I'm gonna pull that pull that up before we continue on. So that way I can, so I can read this to everybody, bring this to everybody's attention. In this case, if you have not voted as well, I said I was on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, uh, so be sure to check out that as well. Um, as of right, as of right now, of Woo! course. We have seven superstars from here. Uh, we've got, we got The Rock, Double A Arn Anderson, Carl Anderson of the club, Bobby Roode, Ron Simmons, Triple H, and Batista. And so far, the, out of the votes we've got here, we've got three people saying that The Rock's spine buster is the best. We got two people now saying that Arn Anderson's spine buster is the best. And we have one person saying that Carl Anderson's spine buster is the best. And Bobby Roode, Ron Simmons, Triple H, and Batista have yet to be voted on. 
So, uh, so be sure to check that out. Like I said, it's on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. If you're not, you want to check that out. All right, guys, get ready, get ready for this big time ultimate ladies matchup here. You're not going to believe who's going to be involved in this. If you thought the match at Summer, this this one particular match at SummerSlam was going to be big, this one would probably blow that one completely out of the water. And I'm talking about this fantasy matchup here, hitting Charlotte Flair versus China. Oh, wow. well, guess what? At the end of the night, China's going to show who the ninth one of the world is. And sorry, Charlotte, you can go cry now, however, and say, guess what? I got my ass kicked by the ninth one of the world. Uh, John is also saying China. And Fonzie, who do you think? Man. And, of course, you say, okay, okay, stop, okay, stop talking about the parking and focus on the rest. No, no, no. I'm saying, no. This is another two good wrestlers. Seriously. Mm-hmm. But at the end, the ninth, the ninth wonder of the world, the world, is China, and China, we're look. God bless you. Look down on us, babe. There you go. I couldn't put that better myself. <clears throat> what what got me was I watched that video when DX was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Shawn Michaels pretty much just echoed the sentiment of the entire WWE universe. Said that DX would not be there, would not be being 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 put into the Hall of Fame without the contributions of a trailblazing lady superstar, the ninth wonder of the world, China, and she got a standing ovation. I'm sure y'all remember that the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah, I remember. Yep, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Very, very, very awesome too. Sometimes well, it makes you cry and shit because well, how they these you know how they do. Well, yeah. Well, well deserved. Well deserved indeed. Yeah. Well indeed. There you go. Okay. Next matchup here: uh, Christian versus Daniel Bryan. JD. Yeah. <laughs> JD. JD. All right. Guess. Quit playing with your. Quit changing your song and put a new one on. Come on. All right, we'll come back to him in just a second here. But John is saying Daniel <laughs> Bryan would win. Fonzie, what do you say there? Uh, Christian versus Daniel Bryan. Which one? The this this bad one or the good one? Who? Which one? Daniel Bryan. Well, it, well I don't, Which I don't Daniel know. Bryan is a good one or a bad what, one? I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what if they're going to have different variations of these superstars or not. But uh, right, that's I, like like I yeah. said, which Daniel Bryan, the good one or the bad one? Well, just, <laughs> the current just, one is the bad. <laughs> just, just say the current one. Just say I guess just for argument's sake. Just say because yeah. Because oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with a peep. Okay. All my peeps. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, JD, the match in question is Christian versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, the peeps nation and the peeps uh, of the peeps, however, taking on Goat Boy, however, who will have his big, tall, redwood, red-bearded man, however, with him, Mr. Rowan, however. <laughs> yeah. Bald-headed, red-bearded boy, however. And the Goat Boy, who hasn't taken a razor to his face in probably months, let alone weeks, however. 
who has in shaved hour because he wants to be like a lumberjack hour. Hmm. The yes <laughs> movement in the yes lock versus the unprettier. Well, guess what? Daniel Bryan, just like Roman, however, it's not going to be pretty for you, my friend, however. And they'll be saying, however, yes, however, when Christian delivers the unprettier, however, or the kill switch, whatever you want to call it, however. And they'll be yelling, yes, 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 and you'll be yelling, no, 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 however. Well, guess what, however? But will win out. Christian will, however. And then I did hear some about him earlier. There has been talk already, early talk. I mentioned this earlier. There has been discussion that possibly him, maybe Kane in the Big Show, or early candidates for possibly going into the Hall of Fame next year. That's good. Christian Kane in a big show? Yeah, this is some of the names I've heard so far, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, dope. next matchup here, guys. This is going to be a no-brainer as well, as far as I'm concerned here, but like, I'm just going in order of how I've got the list here, so this is y'all's opinion. Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. Wow. Katie, you're uh, Who's this one? Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. Who will I steal and cheat in this one? How I wonder if you know about, about <laughs> before we know about Edge. However, Edge always has some tricks up his sleeve, of course. And who knows? He might uh, have a live <laughs> celebration, however, either with Lita or me with Eddie's wife. Hey, now we never know. We've seen it before. Ah. Uh, it's going to be a good match, Howard. This could go, at least, I mean, if they would make it an Iron Man match, it'd be tough to call, Howard, who'd be left in. It'd be like almost like Sean and Brett Howard from Mania 12, Howard, because this, this is a dream Mania match right now with these two. And uh, it, it's a shame that Eddie's no longer around, obviously. I just imagine him being around now and seeing what's happened since he's left, Howard. I mean, a lot of things have changed yep. in wrestling over the years since he's died. How old uh, uh, JP? When did he passed away? Oh, five. It's already 14, 14 years already. Yes, in 14 years. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. Shit. I know. I mean, he's seen. I mean, just imagine him and Rollins, him and uh, Adam Cole, him and Johnny Gargano, him and, uh, like I said, Dolph, Miz. I mean, the list goes on and on. So, I mean, it is so difficult to choose because you've got two of the best mm-hmm. faces and heels of all time with these guys. Oh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, I want to go draw. This is a draw one me because this is so good because this is a this is just a mm-hmm. marquee five-star classic here uh, and uh, by the way Fonzie he died in November of 05 it was right before Survivor Series what 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 day though what day that's gonna come out 15 it years was, is coming was, up soon right JD JD wanted wasn't the uh not down before Survivor Series I think it was however no. I think it was, it was a week it was a week before no, it was a week before, um, because it was a, his last match was a qualified match versus. Yeah, because the week I think I, yeah he they just came I think they just got he back died from, in a hotel was, room with a freaking toothbrush in his mouth. That's how they find him. What a toothbrush. Yeah, I think it was a yeah it was a heart attack, but I think they had just gone back from the I think they got back from the UK tour during that week. However, they were in Minnesota, Minneapolis, I remember, and the Survivor Series mm-hmm. was that week. However, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it was two weeks because John says here he died on November the 13th, 05. Survivor Series okay. was it was two weeks later, November 27th. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, Three okay. days after and Thanksgiving, then, whatever. Because the thing John says Thanksgiving the 24th. I'm sorry. <laughs> and John, 
Jenna says they went to the United Kingdom before they did Survivor Series that year. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what, that's what uh, but uh, anyway, uh, John, Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. Who do you pick in this one? Shit, I got a fucking T-shirt. I forgot. Shit. Yeah. No, I don't have to. I don't have to do that right now. But I might have to do that later. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> no, I say uh, shit. I got a T-shirt. I got a t-shirt with Eddie Guerrero's face on it. Thank John God. says these two have had great battles in 2002, but John says in the end, is he believes that Edge will win this match. Uh, Fonzie, Eddie, Eddie versus Edge, J.D. I mean, Fonzie. Latin, uh, lie, cheat, and steal. The Raider are superstar. Yeah. Uh, man, you got to La Viva La Raza, you know, uh, man, like I, like JD said, I wish Edge was still wrestling because he had, he had no choice, be in the wheelchair or walk, you know, walk alive. He had either choice. And if it was not for his broken neck, whatever it was, I think he would still be wrestling. And Eddie the Guerrero will, you know, with his brother, Chavo. See, where's Chavo been? We haven't seen him since his brother died. You know, um, like uh, Ray Mysterio, there were like Latino heats coming down with the truck, the car. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with a draw in this. This is a hard to say here. Yeah, two great superstars. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, all right, there you go. Next up here, believe it or not, this this match, this one right here, has been a dream match that everybody has talked about for many for many many years. And of course, you may never see it, but it is still, it is still a pretty much, it is still would be considered a great match. And you can, and you can actually do it on the video game. And no, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm not talking about JD versus Fonzie in the buffet match. <laughs> no, I'm just okay. No, hey, I'm relax. Kidding. Hey, Chad, Chad, relax. I will, I'll eat freaking, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll eat JD in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, here, here, here's the ultimate dream match right here, guys. Hulk Hogan versus John Cena. Oh. Oh. All right, J.D., well, what guess think? what? John Cena thinks he's going to say to Hogan, you can't see me. Well, Hulk Hogan's going to show how the 24-inch pythons to Mr. Cena. However, guess what? However, this is... Gonna go take back 20, 30 years, however, to Hulkamania time, however, in front of a big crowd at the Garden. Guess what, Howard? Hulk will be over, unlike Cena in the Garden. Cena will be the heel in this one, and guess what, Howard? Cena will be like dropped to death, however, the Hulkster will come through with the W. There you go. John says this is a great match he would love to see. But what you're gonna do, John Cena, when Hulkamania runs wild on you? Uh, Fonzie, <laughs> your take. On Hulk Hogan versus John Cena. 
Another exciting superstars, you got to say. Yeah. um, We'll say a future Hall of Famer holds six tie with Ric Flair, 16 time world champion. And uh, you got the, the real American. Uh, Hawk Hogan, Hawkamania, this 24-inch pythons, uh, you know, eat your vitamins and whatever he says. Um, <laughs> and he got, what, John Cena, uh, the Thumbonomics, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Um, man. Woo, you got a Hall of Famer versus a future Hall of Famer. I'm gonna go with a draw. Sorry. I can't I can't sorry. Yeah. Oh that's all right. uh, that's quite all right, Jason. Next match up here, gentlemen, I do have King Booker versus Kofi Kingston. J D. Yeah, King Booker, I mean, I never liked Booker as G.I. Bro or King Booker. One, two of the worst gimmicks he ever had, however. As regular Booker in Harlem Heat, he was good. We all know that. And as Booker, a single guy, good as well. Of course, we know he's going to be with Charmel, a.k.a. Paisley, however, formerly, however, of the Nitro Girls. Kofi, of course, will have probably Big E and Xavier in his corner. Uh, this will be a good match, but I think Kofi Howard will uh, deliver a trouble in paradise, and we're not going to see the bookend come to play, as the final chapter will not be written, Howard. But trouble in paradise, there could be some trouble in paradise, and uh, Booker's going to be wishing, however, he didn't cause trouble in paradise, because uh, he'll be wishing, however, afterwards, however, that he'll be picking himself up somewhere, however, not in paradise, but somewhere else, maybe. Possibly the locker room or somewhere else, but Kofi's going to win this one, I think. Okay, thank you, JD. John uh, King Booker versus Kofi Kingston. Y'all remember the episode of SmackDown whenever the New Day was pretending to get into a time machine and all of a sudden Kofi Kingston acts like he's went back in time, started doing the Trouble in Paradise Jamaican thing again? Y'all remember that? You remember the moment on SmackDown when the New Day uh, was pretending to go into a time machine. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Now, Kofi came out and started doing the Jamaican sensation. Uh, that's trouble in paradise. Okay, that was hilarious. By the way, uh, John says here this match will be for the title, and John says Kofi is going to retain. Okay, Fonzie King Booker versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, I'm going to go with a draw. Sorry. Okay. That's, okay. No, that's all right. No, no, no. You, no, you did many of those of y'all. Everybody can do whatever they want to do. So that's all right. Next match up here, we're, we're, go, we're, go, we're almost done here, guys. So we're going to go right through it here. Kurt Angle versus Mankind. 
Yeah, they did a little bit of history with each other in TNA, I think, for a brief run, however, when I think Kurt was with the Mafia or Fortune, and we know about Mick, however. Uh, they've had history with each other, however. And uh, if we see him in Pittsburgh, however, Mick would definitely be outfought, however, in front of everyone with Kurt here being in our home, Monty, my hometown. If it was a Long Island, it'd be Mick getting the edge. It's hard to say where this match would be, but I think uh, Kurt would deliver the angle slam. I think Mick Foley, however, has had his run, however. But I think, however, as much as we know, the Mandible Claw and, of course, some other moves could come into play, including Mr. Sacco. Kurt will deliver the Olympic slam and the ankle lock, and I hate to say it. Mick will try his hardest to get out of the ankle lock and uh, avoid the angle slam, but it's not going to happen. Kurt's going to win this one. Uh, John, Kurt Angle versus Mankind. Of course, they may have Mick Foley's other two alter egos in this as well, but they haven't announced that officially yet. So, uh, John says Kurt Angle's going to win this. Uh, Fonzie, Kurt Angle versus Mankind. Uh, draw. Okay. All right. There you go. Now, this one, everybody, I think, is probably going to agree all the way through here with this. This is going to be a very funny match right here. Uh, and somebody's probably going to get hurt big time. Uh, JD may even have a big smile on his face after hearing about what this match is, but I don't know, but let's wait and see. That match is Mark Henry versus Paul Heyman. Uh, the Paul Sauer, unfortunately, a little pissed in how things are. Like, his last wrestling match, I think, was in the early mid-90s, if I remember correctly, or even when Ryback and CM Punk fought him, I think it was in the cage at Hell in a Cell. Well, guess what, Howard? Paul Heyman's going to be put in the Hall of Pain because Mark Heyman's going to show no mercy whatsoever. John says Mark Henry. Uh, Fonzie, Mark Henry versus Paul Heyman. (laughs) Sexual chocolate. There you go. And Fonzie, I don't know if you want to stick with the Heartbreak Kid nickname or we might need to start calling you that. I'll have to think of it. They'd be thinking about that. <laughs> and John, if Fonzie wants to give it all to you, yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Next matchup here, guys. Oh, yeah, the macho man, Randy Savage, versus Mr. 619 himself, Ray Mysterio, J.D. Randy Savage versus Rey Mysterio. Well, the match of the 619 is not going to feel uh, lucky on this night. The Macho Man is going to show no mercy on poor Rey, however, if you will, however. I mean, if Rey was back in the mid, early mid-90s challenging Randy Savage, however, now, however, Rey would win in a contest, and if it was in the 80s, Rey, Rey, uh, Rey would have to try his hardest to beat the Macho Man. Unfortunately, I think uh, Savage gets the edge here in a big way. Okay. John Randy Savage versus Mark uh, Ray Mysterio. John says Macho Madness reigns over the six one nine. Okay. Uh Fonzie Macho Man versus Ray Mysterio. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a draw. Okay. All right. There you go. Next matchup here. <clears throat> and J.D., listen very carefully. Very carefully. 
uh, Roman Reigns versus Shawn Michaels. Battle of the Spear versus the Superkick. Unfortunately, the big dog, Howard, uh, taking on Mr. WrestleMania. Unfortunately, Roman's not going to be over with you. And Shawn is always Mr. WrestleMania, and we've seen him have the click and everything for a ladder match. If it's a gimmick match, it's Shawn all the way. If it's Roman, Roman might have a chance to pull off the win, but Shawn's too strong. Shawn's going to win. Okay. Uh, John, uh, Roman Reigns versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, that's kidding. Oh, I got to say, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> John says Shawn Michaels. Uh, Fonzie, um, Roman Reigns versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, jeez. Oh. I'm going to go with a draw. Okay. All right. Next match up here, gentlemen, Sheamus versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold's going to stun Sheamus. The cut will not be that lucky. I think his career might be over pretty soon. There's been talk about it for a while now. John, Sheamus versus Stone Cold. John says he believes this match should be a Belfast brawl. Hmm, okay. And John believes Stone Cold will win the match. Uh, John, I mean, Fonzie, uh, Sheamus versus Stone Cold. A draw. Okay, all right. Next matchup here. This might be a no-brainer for everybody, but I'll let y'all be the judge. Sting versus The Miz. Scorpion versus uh, the uh, what the hell is this finisher move? Power? Oh, I can't remember here. Oh, yeah, the Miz's finisher is uh, yeah, the skull crushing finale. Skull crushing finale. Well, guess what? Unfortunately, however, it's going to be the Stinger. Okay, John Sting versus the Miz. And John, actually, I believe you agree to that. I think he's also saying that Sting will win this match. Uh, Fonzie Sting versus The Miz. Hey. You're saying The Miz? No, I'm going with a draw. Okay. Now, guys... This one here, and Fonzie, you may not be able to use the draw card on this because this is going to be a big-time matchup here. I have five superstars left, so I am doing a fatal five-way for the close it out the matches here. And you'll find this very, very interesting. Your five competitors are as follows. J.D., John, Fonzie, listen very carefully. The Rock, Triple H, the Undertaker, the Velveteen Dream, and Xavier Woods. The game. Okay. John, Fatal Five Way, Rock, Triple H, Undertaker, Velveteen Dream, and Xavier Woods. 
And John's also, and, and good, good suggestion, John, this will be a very short elimination chamber match. So there's only five competitors. And John says this is how it would play out. It says Velveteen Dream eliminates Triple H in a shocker. Undertaker eliminates Xavier Woods. The Rock eliminates Velveteen Dream. And it's down to Rock versus Undertaker. John says a, and John says, he's a, John says he's an Undertaker fan, but he's actually going to go with The Rock to win the match. <laughs> okay. Um, Fonzie, um, and I will, we'll use John's suggestions here, a five-man elimination chamber match, The Rock, Triple H, Undertaker, Velveteen Dream, and Xavier Woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, You need to know what the rock is cooking Okay so we have we have two, we have a Triple H and two rocks, okay. And JD will have a will have a scotch on the rocks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> As JD gets set to go back to the island of beautiful dude. <laughs> anyway, before before we go leave for the evening, does anybody have anything else they wish to add before we close up shop for the night? JD, I'll ask you first. No, I was telling Fonzie earlier, he was talking about one of the Pirate players. Sorry, Fonzie, the one I was going to tell you about when you didn't hear, and I'm sure you didn't hear it yet. They said that Teon might, and we know he's out for the rest of the year, but now they're saying he might not be back to the middle half of next year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jeez. So, so we're looking it at has to be something serious then. Tommy John surgery. I think it's like Polanco. I think it's, I think it's surgery. He needs Tommy John surgery again. Cannot stay healthy. That's what I'm saying, JD, and this, you know, and that's why we always keep losing. We lose players. What I say, all Pittsburgh teams, we can't stay healthy. We can stay healthy for one season for football, for baseball, for the Penguins. You know what? What would it be on the top of the list? Every Pittsburgh team, teams, players get injured. If it's not a football, it's baseball. If it's not baseball, it's a football. Or it's hockey. Or it's all three of them. You know, Pittsburgh teams can't stay healthy. That's why they don't want us to win. That's why. There you go. They don't want us to win. They want these bums who don't, don't like, you know, St. Louis, Milwaukee. What do they have? They're going to lose the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. You know, they're going to lose the first round. You know? And don't be surprised. You'll see um, in, the World, in the World Series, you're going to see Houston and L.A. Dodgers? I don't know, J.D. I don't know. I'm going to go with L.A. and not. 
I'm gonna go with Atlanta, right? Yeah, Atlanta has been play- Atlanta has played well. I will give them that. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, and John, yep. that's, all, that's all he had for the night, and he's already left us for the evening. So thank John for being on tonight. Was there anything else, sir, you wish to add? Let's play with each other's balls. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna touch these. <laughs> Fucking toilet paper. Those big hairy fucking balls. I don't want. I don't want no balls. Okay, we don't want no about that. Um, <laughs> but anything else you wish to add before we close up shop for the night? Come on, just pull a fucking paper. Yeah. I guess the answer is no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. So. On that note here, folks, I do thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 708 of Revolution. I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, the Super Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here for joining me here tonight. Also, John did join us on our live video feed from GCWS here this evening. And I, of course, thank him for uh, for popping on. And also, I do want to thank Danny from Oak Park here for earlier. He actually shared our live video feed. Uh, I'm not sure where he shared it too, but he did share that here for us to hopefully get some more uh, get some more uh, uh, interest in our here. So I do tomorrow night. Okay, absolutely. And tomorrow night on Wolfpack, ladies and gentlemen, we will have our predictions for NXT Takeover here, and also Friday night on Revolution, we'll have our SummerSlam predictions as well. Now John will have both his Takeover and SummerSlam predictions tomorrow night, of course. It will be a big time re- starting tomorrow night. It will be a big time uh, 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 wrestling discu- uh, re- wrestling discussion here, which as far as our predictions and all goes. As we now officially now have five people involved in our prediction title challenges for both TakeOver and SummerSlam. As we said, JD, John, Fonzie, Danny, and Bobby are now entered in, to, uh, entered in of course, to go after some, some title belts here. And of course, we'll have, of course, our lineup here is hopefully we'll have a, a word from Michelle and Ann to see if they're going to be a part of it here as well. But we haven't found out specifically yet, but hopefully we will, of course, find out a little something. Uh, hopefully, at least by Friday, we'll hopefully have an answer for both of that as well. Revolution episode 708 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com. Of course, where we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We, of course, see you in the ring. And we'll talk to you tomorrow night, of course, for our next edition of NWO Wolfpack. Of course, a live video feed from WCCWS Forever Strong. Be sure to listen in on that. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, you're a source for anything in the world of professional, for everything in the world of professional wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless, and we'll talk at you here tomorrow night. Take care, folks.